You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea. It's the Monday before. The Monday of the week that uh, was the last one without football. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy hanging out with you on the Lockdown Cardinals podcast. Of course, brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. Of course, amazing selection, reliably low prices. Check out all the parts you'll ever need. RockAuto.com, their family business. They've been doing business for over 20 years. Give us a follow on Twitter at LockdownAZCards, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K, and of course, at Clancy's Corner. Follow my co-host, Alex Clancy. And today, fun podcast is... The Arizona Cardinals veterans report to training camp a week from tomorrow. It's nearly upon us. We've got the Dallas Cowboys. We've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. They report later this week. Of course, they're the participants in the Hall of Fame game. Life without football, it's, it's almost over. And in today on today's yeah. podcast, yeah, that's right. Today's podcast, Alex, the Arizona Cardinals future beyond this year, it's not very bright according to ESPN. We'll get into the rankings as far as the next three seasons they're not going to need sunglasses. It's not a very bright future, according to the worldwide leader. Kyler Murray, though, I want to talk about this. Kyler Murray this season, Alex, can solidify himself already as one of the greatest quarterbacks in franchise history. Now, that's not saying a whole lot, and we'll kind of shed some light on that, but Kyler Murray can immediately, in his third season, become one of the greatest signal callers in Cardinals franchise history, and then we're going to talk about who should be backing up Kyler Murray. We'll get into that conversation. All on today's Locked On Cardinals. As I said, brought to you by Rock Auto. Uh, check out Locked On Suns. Might be uh, one episode more before the end of the season. Brendan Clean's doing great work. He's done a great work all throughout the season. Of course, all throughout the postseason. But they're on the brink of elimination. You want the latest going in the Game 6. Brendan Clean, Locked On Suns. That's where you're going to get it. Alex, it's finally here, though. I mean, Cowboys, they're being spoon-fed to us. And a huge heaping by the NFL. You've got the Hall of Fame game. You've got hard knocks. You've got the season opener. You've got Dallas Cowboys all over the place. Yeah, this was a huge assist from the Suns that we got meaningful basketball through, you know, July, which has definitely made this a little bit easier to stomach. Um, I mean, the Cowboys hard knocks is going to be good TV. Like, (laughs) I get it. You know, it is. It's the... The Cowboys are the guilty pleasure. They're the chocolate eclair. Like, they're the guilty pleasure of the NFL. You know, you're going to hate yourself afterwards. It's not going to mean a whole lot. They're going to be empty calories. But at least it's going to be, like, I want to see Zeke. I want to see Dak. I Like, I get it. Um, it it's, it's group hatred or group love, whatever side of the coin you're on for the Cowboys. But it's group something, and you can always find somebody that agrees with you when it's around the Cowboys. So I guess they're a good, you know, a moose-bouche, a good appetizer for the regular season, right? I mean, if, if we're taking a step back, it could be a worse. Like, if it was Denver, come on. Like, I love Cody Rourke, but, man, that would have been a boring-ass hard knocks. Just watching Drew Locke zip pass over pass, like, over Jerry Judy's head. like an idiot. Yeah. yeah, like, we've seen that already. It. Yeah, I, I get it, but at the same time, Look, 10 times out of 10, if the Cowboys are available for hard knocks, the uh, HBO is going to take them. It, it, it's like uh, LeBron James's response to the critics about Space Jam on the weekend. Like, well, look how much money it made. It's like the Dallas Cowboys are always going to be the biggest money maker, but are they successful? Are they a good product? 
And I think that it, the Dallas Cowboys are Space Jam, a new legacy. That's pretty much that's my current analogy as far as the boys are concerned. I talked to uh, I I heard from Landon McCool. He actually joined Cody Rourke and and uh, Ross Jackson yesterday, and he said that the Dallas Cowboys have to be basically a top three offense to be successful in 2021. That's how good their defensive rebuild went this offseason. Not well. I mean, that's that's setting the bar way too high. Like if they have another issue where they don't have Dak Prescott in the at the quarterback position, they're screwed again. So, that's always kind of fun. Like it, but at the same token, you look at the Arizona Cardinals, they're just as top heavy of their as at the their star positions. Like they couldn't do without Kyler Murray, they couldn't do without DeAndre Hopkins, and they couldn't do without some of their key pass rushers and JJ Watt and Chandler Jones. And I think that's that kind of transitions us into the NFL future power rankings, according to ESPN. And they came out and they ranked uh, number one, of course, is the Kansas City Chiefs. As long as you have the best quarterback on the planet right now, your future looks bright. Uh, so Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are number one, and this is just basically going over the next three seasons. And they take into account, you know, which franchises are in the best shape as far as, you know, their roster, quarterback, draft, front office, coaching, and they all combine for the ranking. The Chiefs, number one. And then you look at, uh, it's, it's kind of strange, you'll find number two is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How could that be when your quarterback's going to be 44 years old? Because they believe Tom Brady can play the next three seasons. It, it's, it's interesting the consolations and caveats that they take throughout these rankings because you're going to find a pair of NFC West teams in the top 10. Uh, who would you say is the best roster built for the future in the NFC West, Alex? I don't know if you've seen the entire rankings. Yet. I have not. I've not seen the top. I, I know where the Cardinals lay. Um, well, Bo, I would assume that San Francisco's up there because they are the crown jewel of ESPN. Kyle Shanahan and his Yeezys and his flaprim hat are um, you know, the poster child for mediocrity boosted up to an upper echelon of, oh, if Jimmy Garoppolo completed that pass, Kyle Shanahan would be a Super Bowl champion. Um, I'm assuming they're ahead, and you have, I would guess, Seattle, because the infrastructure of the Rams is so brittle where they have no, they have no plan for the future. They are the truest of the true win-now mode, making Tampa Bay look like they're planning for the future. So I would assume it's it's San Francisco then Seattle in the top ten. So the Arizona Cardinals are they're dead last in the division, uh, but mm-hmm. you have to flip right. flop the Rams and the in the Seattle Seahawks. So it's the Niners oh. are sixth, despite all the murkiness at Nothing. the at the quarterback position. You've got yeah. they did draft Trey Lance third overall. He was the second quarterback off the board, wasn't he? Or was it the yeah, he's the third quarterback off the board. I apologize. Sure. Zach Wilson yeah. went to the Jets. So third best quarterback in this draft. Never played a, a big power five down in his life. He, he hasn't played football in over a calendar year, really. I mean, he had that one game. It, all the question marks surrounding Trey Lance, but they're, they're anointing him sixth. Also, the big point that they made was Nick Bosa. I don't understand in what world we live in where Nick Bosa is a proven commodity. He had nine and a half sacks in his rookie season with DeForest Buckner on the same defensive line. And he hasn't been healthy for two of the three last seasons, including his final season at Ohio State. New defensive coordinator, also a new defensive coordinator in Los Angeles. And like the main point they made about the Los Angeles Rams, who are just one slot down, seventh, is that they've got stability at the quarterback position. They got the QB that both Shanahan and McVay wanted, and Matthew Stafford. 
They've got their young receivers, or the receivers, I wouldn't say Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are young, but they're not old either. Uh, and then you've always got Aaron Donald, and you've got Jalen Ramsey on the defensive side of the football. I don't know. I I mean, Javon well, Kinlaw goes, wasn't that impressive either last year. No, it goes hand-in-hand, hand, like the Rams at least. It goes hand-in-hand hand with the complete overranking of Matthew Stafford. Well, he was sixth on the most recent list on their, on their top ten with executives and everything. That's Sean McVay ranked sixth. I guess you could pretty much call it the same thing. I don't get, like... I understand why the Cardinals are where they are, you know, being being so top heavy. You know what I mean? But I just think Russell Wilson being the age that he is and having the wide receivers at the age that they are, I feel like they should have got the nod here. Right. I, I agree with that. I mean, I think when you start to look at all the groups and you look at what's important as far as NFL franchises, I am surprised. that. The, so here's where the Arizona Cardinals rank. And I can't believe, I'm sorry for taking this long to get there, but they're 22nd. They're sandwiched in between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Carolina Panthers. Now, Jacksonville did a good job this past offseason as far as trying to revamp things for the future. They get Trevor Lawrence, get Travis Etienne. They got Urban Meyer. Who knows how long he'll be in the head coaching ranks. But, I mean, he could be gone within a year, depending on how he's feeling. Uh, And then you've got uh, Carolina, who... They've got Sam Darnold that they're going to kick the tires on a quarterback. I, that's the biggest indictment. It's just like you're one slot ahead of the Carolina Panthers despite having your quarterback of the future. And then you've got DeAndre Hopkins who, if you're going to put Tom Brady, maybe he could play three years. You know you've got three productive years from DeAndre Hopkins. I, I just, I don't know. Here's the biggest thing for the Arizona Cardinals. Look, if, if they're going to hate on this and that the rest of the roster, it doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't project out for the next three seasons. The biggest key for the Arizona Cardinals to move up this list from 2021 to 2022 is the offense taking a big jump next season. As far as, you know, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, they, you know what they can do, but if you can get Rondell Moore incorporated and Chase Edmonds can show that he can be an RB1 or James Conner, whichever one it is, that's going to be huge. And then on the other side of the football, Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons just have to show that they're going to be a wrecking crew. Like, your two young defensive guys, along with Buda Baker, can show that they're just going to be an absolute problem going forward. Yeah, I mean, they need the defense needs to stay where they were from last year. That's it. They don't need to improve that much. I mean, when you have Chandler Jones coming back, and as you mentioned, the two young bloods on the inside of the, of the linebacker, the interior linebacking core, um, with, if the pass rush stays the same as it did last year, it's a win. It's a win. Yeah. And you'll see what happened with the cornerback position. Buda Baker's coming into his own even more. The offense needs to be the focal point of this team. Uh, we can't say it enough. Cliff Kingsbury should not be the head coach if the offense doesn't take a big step forward this year. And it's not necessarily points per game. If they score 30-plus points per game, then this happens. They just need to be consistent. They need to be relied upon to have sustained drives and ending field goals and not three and outs in a minute and a half that ends in punts. You know, putting the defense in a bad position. Your special teams are arguably the strongest it's been since Bruce Arians was here in 2015 and 2014. With Matt Pratt, I mean, you trust your kicker. You trust your punter. But you need to be able to give your defense a break and have some sustained drives and not just either score in 30 seconds or punt in 30 seconds. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in on YouTube. Please subscribe to the channel, like this video, 
Uh, you know, it's it's the same as it's it's been par for the course all off season long. Hype around the San Francisco 49ers. We can say it till we're blue in the face. Kyle Shanahan, one winning season in four opportunities. I mean, it's between Kyle Shanahan and his father, Mike Shanahan. They've proven that them combined can't win without a quarterback with the last name Elway. It's just that's just legit. That's that that's fact because they have it. And despite all their seasons in the NFL, is is talented of a play caller Kyle Shanahan is. There's not a whole lot of winning behind his teams. Uh, but let's get into this conversation. If the status quo is the same for uh, for Kyler Murray, if he has the same type of season as he did last year in 2020, his sophomore season, he'll put himself near the top of the Arizona Cardinals signal callers of all time. I'll explain that coming up next. It's Locked on Cardinals. So we've been uh, receiving a lot of um, just kind of tweets about Built Bar thanking us for pointing everybody in the direction of the best-tasting protein bar on the market. It's celebrating the freedom of choice. The choice is enjoying the most delicious flavors that you can find as far as the built bar markets or the protein bar market's concerned. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. All of them covered in 100% chocolate, all delicious, and none of them cut any corners. They're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging between 130 and 180, so you're not breaking the calorie brink. And also you've got only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Olympics start this week. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. They, Their body's their damn temple. They're not just going to throw some candy bar down their gullet as they get ready to win gold medals there in Tokyo. Built Bar, right now. Save yourself some cash. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your order using the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com or Built.com. All right, so I was just crunching some numbers recently, Alex that the Arizona Cardinals quarterback, Kyler Murray, who has 61 total touchdowns since the Arizona, and I'm, and I only, maybe this is a question for our audience. Do you, do you uh, take in consideration the St. Louis and Chicago Cardinals as far as stats, history? I don't either. (laughs) I, I don't, I think it's silly when, like when the Oklahoma city thunder recognize Seattle Seahawks, Sonics, sorry, Seattle supersonics, uh, players, records, I just kind of find it silly. It's like, yeah, you, you did relocate, but with that, those records stay there. I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily understand it. So when you talk about like Jim Hart or Neil Lomax, Neil Lomax played one season uh, for the Phoenix Cardinals. So when I talk about the Arizona Cardinals, the greatest quarterbacks, here's your trio. It's probably. Kurt Warner, Carson Palmer, Jake Plummer. And then you've already got Kyler Murray with his 61 total touchdowns. If you're just looking at total touchdowns, if Kyler Murray were to score 40 total touchdowns, he would put himself close to second, just behind Carson Palmer's 106 total touchdowns, as the greatest quarterback in Arizona Cardinals history. Already. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's how futile the position's been beyond those guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, I so no, I do not count Seattle, uh, St. Louis and Chicago. Definitely not. I think there are very few where they transfer over, like New Orleans to Utah Jazz. I think does because Pistol Pete was there, and those records are sacred. But yeah, man, like Seahawks and the and OKC are completely different organizations. Sonics, um, yeah, 
when it comes to, I mean, homegrown, he's obviously already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like else. you had, I mean, maybe Jake, the snake. Jake, the snake. I mean, Jake, the snake. Sure. Yeah. Be- I mean, because he was an ASU product, there's a little bit more uh, nostalgia there. He made to the playoffs, but like if he does what Jason Moore thinks he'll do this year, he's going to be, yeah, yeah. Top three Cardinals quarterback of all time. I mean, he had 37 total touchdowns in 16 games, almost maybe just 15 games. Cause he was hurt in the final game yeah. really. So right. he gets the extra game. You got to imagine he's going to approach 40 total touchdowns. If he gets 40 total touchdowns, that would put him tied with Kurt Warner for second most total touchdowns in Arizona Cardinals quarterback history. He'd only be behind uh, Kurt Warner. Or, I mean, sorry, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer had 106 total touchdowns, 105 of which were through the air. Warner yeah. and, and Palmer had one rushing touchdown each. Well, now, yeah. now when we're doing this, do you think you need to hold more weight to passing touchdowns and rushing touchdowns if you're talking all time? Sure. Or does it matter? Like, because his passing touchdown numbers are way down there. You know, I mean, 46. He yeah. He's got 46 total or just yeah, passing which touchdowns. is good. Yeah. But I mean, it's out of 32 games. That's not two per game in the day and in, in the life of an NFL quarterback where you're you're kind of gauged on 32 touchdowns a year. Can you hit the 30 mark, which is almost two a game? And obviously it'll scale up with the extra game this year. I think maybe we need to pump the brakes a little bit regarding that because what we've seen in history is traditional quarterbacks win more Super Bowls than the quarterback slash running quarterback tandem. Like Steve Young was kind of that weird like 80-20 where he was elusive with the ball. He scored a, a handful of rushing touchdowns, but he was a throwing touchdown, throwing quarterback first. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes like that. But I think that he's got to bump up his passing touchdown numbers if we're really going to solidify him as a top three overall, I don't know if that's fair. Maybe that's an old way of thinking, but there, I don't know. I mean, when you hear 105 out of 106 for passing touchdowns for Carson Palmer, <laughs> that kind of holds some weight to what things used to be like. I mean, when it comes down to it, and especially when you're playing games in January, I mean, you know that there's certain passes that you have to make that's going to advance your team throughout the postseason. There's going to be there's going to come time where you need to make a specific pass. And Eli Manning can make that pass and some quarterbacks can't. Lamar Jackson can't make that pass right, right now. Uh Jimmy Garoppolo can't make that pass right now. If Kyler Murray can make that pass, then like then that's going to set him aside, but we don't know yet. We don't know yet. But he I think at the end of the day, I I think it would probably take him two more seasons to just go 105 passing touchdowns. But I think as far as total touchdowns, and you're right, homegrown-wise, he could surpass Jake the Snake Plumber, who had 90, and he, 90 passing touchdowns and 10 rushing touchdowns, who is more a little bit little bit more mobile. That's how you get the nickname, the Snake. Uh, I mean, it, it's pretty crazy that Kyler Murray can solidify himself as the third greatest quarterback in franchise history in year three. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, and if... Like things go well. Say Cliff Kingsbury's the head coach and Steve Kimes the GM start 2022, which means things went pretty well. They won 10 games, probably made the playoffs. He could go down as the greatest quarterback in Arizona Cardinals history by the end of 2022. If things are moving up this the way they are, and that's not, I mean, we people jumped conclusions. Oh, greatest of all time, not great. Like it's not as cut and dry as that. But if the, if this head coach and GM tandem stays through 2022, you know things are going well, and you know that Kyler Murray is the main catalyst of it. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. It's just crazy to think. Just crazy. It it is crazy to think, and especially you think of a lot of success from Carson Palmer, where this is a guy who won one postseason game. He won one game. It was the it was the it was the battle with Green Bay, where Aaron Rodgers was uh, he was he was a villain in a horror film. He was Michael Myers. He wouldn't die, but uh, Jeff Janice. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Jeff Janice on ninety nine yards receiving basically. And then you also had the Larry Fitzgerald seventy-five yard rumble, uh, and then the little shovel pass. The one of the one of the greatest games I've seen live, no doubt about it. But uh, as far as playoffs for a guy like uh, Carson Palmer, he had that one win, twenty-six twenty over the Green Bay Packers. Other than that, that's why I've got Kurt Warner ahead of him, despite the total touchdowns for the Arizona Cardinals, Phoenix Cardinals, whatever you want to call it. Uh, as far as one two. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Speaking of the quarterback position, we're going to get into a conversation about who we think should be the backup signal caller. I think it's pretty simple, but there is a conversation to be had what to do with one of the other guys. It's coming up. It's Locked On Cardinals. Alex, what are you working on these days? You're working on your car? Yeah, I'm working on my car, but I need help. Um, RockAuto.com has got me covered. I went to RockAuto.com actually over the weekend, figured out the parts that I needed. Um, I need to find a a place to take it to because I don't know how to put anything together in my car. It's a, I mean, it's a complete abyss. But RockAuto.com, family-owned business, they've been online for 20 years. You don't have to go to a train storefront. You don't have to say, hey, I don't know where anything is. Can you help me? Because all you have to do is go into the search bar and search for what you need, and it'll give you the prices, everything you need. Um, prices are reliably low. You know, you don't have to pay more because you're not a manufacturer. So whether it's for your daily driver, your weekend convertible, rockauto.com's got you covered. Go to rockauto.com, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. A big thank you to everybody who listens, tunes in, watches on YouTube. Our guy RJ and Yuma hit us up over the the weekend on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards with an idea for a segment. I love it. He wants to talk about Robert Alford. Will he be the starting cornerback number two opposite Malcolm Butler? I think we'll get into that conversation either tomorrow or Wednesday. At least it's going to happen this week because I think we really need to start looking at this depth chart and uh, previewing the 2021 season. Like you get into this mode where you're like, okay, is there going to be enough content to talk about each and every day here on our daily podcasts? For Alex and myself, and you start to kind of you, you you kind of hold up on things, and now it's time to start talking about them. Because if we don't, then next thing you know, we're going to be breaking down preseason games. August thirteenth, it's going down against the Dallas Cowboys. There's that team again. But uh, what's going to be an interesting? I don't know if it's even a battle. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals backup quarterback position. They brought in Colt McCoy this offseason. He's, he's been in New York. He was with the Washington football team before that. Uh, he was with the Cleveland Browns at, at some point. He's been a journeyman. But uh, you believed at the time, Alex, and you've got the receipts as far as your Twitter timeline's concerned, that you think it was a great move for the Arizona Cardinals to bring in a guy like McCoy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just it, it, it brings another adult into the room. You know, and that's that's something that's important. I mean, say what you want. Brent Hundley was fine, but he was a kid. I mean, he's 27. He played one year because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Um, and then Cliff Kingsbury, like, Cliff Kingsbury's main job shouldn't be cultivating Kyler Murray as an NFL quarterback. It's part of it, you know. He's brought in to be the head coach and to help Kyler Murray. That's why he was hired to begin with. Colt McCoy understands 
And anybody that would sign as a backup quarterback with the Arizona Cardinals understands ain't no way you're getting on the field unless it's a blowout or Kyler gets hurt. And it takes a special type of player to be like, you know what? It's a good little chunk of change. I get to live in Phoenix. I get to be part of an organization that's fun and on the rise, but I'm not playing. And you and, and there's some humility that comes with it. And sure, they get paid handsomely for it, but it just raises the bar of quarterback acumen and not and you know it it clears things up as to oh, can Chris Traveler play in the NFL? Because now, and I'm sure you'll get to the question, Bo. Now you can maybe use Chris Traveler as a the gimmick guy if you want to. Because there's really there's no harm, no foul. There's no harm because he's not the backup quarterback. So you can use him as that Taysom Hill rule. I think it's fantastic that they signed Colt McCoy. It'll be a very underrated and probably under-reported um, signing because we're not going to hear anything about it. Yeah, you hope not. You hope not. Right. I mean, I, I can imagine, I can already see the articles. And they might, you know, the, the Cardinal scribes, whether it's, you know, the Raising Zona blog or AZ Central or Revenge of the Birds, they've already got stuck. Like Colt McCoy mentoring Kyler Murray, teaching him how to prepare I think I can already see that, but I think that that's necessary because if you look back, yeah, it's been Brett Hundley, and it's been he's been the most veteran quarterback since Kyler Murray was drafted uh, number one overall. Like he hasn't had that guy to show him how to prepare each and every week. Exactly. Yes. So it seems so basic. There, there's but value. You need there. you need friends in that room. Yeah. Yeah. There's somebody who's got perspective, a decade worth of, of watching game film, preparing week in and week out to start or not to start. Colt McCoy, say what you will about the quarterback on the field, but I, I think that he's a well-respected guy, and he can kind of he can he's maybe the successor to maybe who Josh McCown was at this point, and as far as the NFL, just that guy who seemingly hangs on, that's just uh, revered throughout the entire league. I, I think that a, a guy like Colt McCoy can certainly play that role, know his role, and and play, you know, help out Kyler Murray is, is with his maturation. Now, I, I like what you said about Chris Trevler. Yeah, I'd love to see Gadget play Chris Trevler because we only got a little bit of it, and it felt like Cliff Kingsbury was snake bitten after things didn't go well in one play, and he was just like, okay, scrap the whole Trevler package, you know, fourth and short, third and short, whatever. We're not going to do it. But I want to see the Chris Streveler that you can find YouTube highlights of him just just bulldozing defenders. Because you're right, there's totally. not there's not going to be hey he can't just get a, he can't get a shoulder injury or bang himself up because he's the only other quarterback on the roster. Absolutely, and, and you know that now they've even though the offense hasn't been as good as we hoped it had been. I mean, it's get obviously better from 2018. Even though Chris Cliff Kingsbury shouldn't get credit for that, it's better than 2018. They're getting slowly better. Now is the time in the maturation stage where you can kind of implement the gimmick plays. You have to earn that. And Kyler knows the offense. Cliff knows the offense. DeAndre Hopkins, full year in. Christian Kirk has been in for a couple of years. You know, Chase Edmonds, et cetera, where you can use gimmick plays, gadget plays in the right portion of the timeline of a game where everybody understands everybody's on the same page. It's not like a, let's throw this at the wall and hope it sticks. You know, after two years, the maturation level is much different than in its first year of incubation. And then obviously it got a little bit better last year, but you're right. I mean, this is the time where you can implement things. Yeah. And hopefully they work. I mean, we have no idea if the hell it's going to work. I was, I was trying to, this is, it's a tough study to do. And I was looking at uh, quarterbacks who've played three seasons under 
Cliff Kingsbury, and there's only a few. I mean, he was at Texas Tech from 2013 through 2018, and the, really the only quarterback you can find that played three seasons under him is like the greatest quarterback right now. It's Patrick Mahomes. And if you look at his numbers, and I don't think it's fair to say, okay, well, Patrick Mahomes made a big – he went from you know 40 touchdowns to 50 touchdowns. Like his numbers went up, solidified himself as a first-round pick, but you can't say like, oh, well, in the third quarterbacks in their third season under – Cliff Kingsbury take this massive leap statistically it's because it's Patrick Mahomes. And I don't know if you can say, well, that's going to happen for Kyler Murray, but I think he's got a really good chance at it. <laughs> yeah. I no. mean, it's it, it the true test here is going to be the ratio of passing to rushing touchdowns. If, if he's going to be maturing as an NFL head, as an NFL quarterback, you're going to see it in the passing touchdowns, not the rushing ones. That's the true maturation process of, you know, the stereotypical, you know, arc of a pat like Patrick Mahomes may have had the best quarterback run in playoff history against Tennessee right before halftime where he spins back in bounds and scores a touchdown. Like he can do that, but it's always the last resort. And we need to see where it is in Kyler Murray's, you know, progression where rushing the ball is. And we'll see this year. I mean, we'll see where the jump is, as you mentioned, Patrick Mahomes, it's so unfair to compare anybody to yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so. Cliff Kingsbury, we'll see. Like, I, I maintain the jury's out on the guy. You know, he, he took over a team, a roster that was horrible in 2018 to 2019, and then you had the pandemic year. We'll see. I mean, this is it. This is We're, we're going to get a true glimpse of who he is, uh, and, and I think a lot of people already have made their decision of who he is, but uh, th- there's a good chance that this this offense could be better in from 2020 to 2021. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow Alex Clancy at Clancy's Corner. Follow me at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. And, of course, follow the show at Locked On AZ Cards. Tomorrow, we'll probably get into the Robert Alford conversation. Plus, we got I think we're going to get a couple great guests on the show this week. Stay tuned. Look at our social media to figure out who's coming on. And uh, let us know what you think about uh, all the things we talked about today, the backup quarterback position. Are the Ari- Do the Arizona Cardinals have a bright future in the next three years, or do you agree with ESPN where they're near the bottom of the league? Let us know at Lockdown AZ Cards. Let us know in the comments. Like this video. Subscribe if you haven't on po- Apple Podcasts and YouTube. For Alex Clancy, I'm Bo Brock. You guys have a great rest of your Monday.